0: Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childers, and welcome to the Natural Choice Network. And today we're going to do things a little bit different because big change is on the way. And for those of you who aren't regular listeners, Darielle Archer, my co host, and Robin Alexis, host of Mystic Radio for Past Lives, People, and Pets, also here on Alternative Talk 1150, have been getting together regularly to talk about creating space for miracles by letting go of static created by negative programming. Uh, Which can then allow for miracles or at the very least, big improvements to start showing up in our lives. Welcome back, Robin and Darielle.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: Yes, thank you, Martha. Hi, (laughs) Hi,
1: Robin,
2: Martha.
0: Yeah, it's always such fun when we get together to chat candidly about how we're personally navigating these crazy times. And I thought I would jump right in and start things off by. Sharing my own recent transitional experience before sharing my big announcement and the change I was referring to at the top of the show, Um, because it's a really good example of how letting something go allows the space for the next best thing to flow. And how, yes, all of us are always still learning and trying to put these things that we talk about to practice. <laughs> and as all of you know, um, the last year and a half has been extremely challenging for many, many businesses. And especially hit hard. Uh, We're businesses like the Natural Choice Network, along with um, most of our advertising partners. It's been really, really sad, especially in the, um, you know, in the naturopathic and um a sustainable environment. As I say, we've been some of the hardest hit industries and unfortunately, despite countless hours of wrecking brains um, and you know Darielle um, and Carolyn White over the last year and a half have tried so hard to try to adapt to all the changes going on in how to uh, kind of realistically and sustainably change this platform to keep it alive amidst ever changing and escalating COVID conditions. And it's really become an endlessly challenging and daunting task. So ultimately, and as of just a few weeks ago, I finally realized how much I was just spinning my wheels, and it was beginning to be a clear sign of static, the kind of static we talk about. Uh, and the negative programming that every time I was thinking about it, how to do it, the guilt, the shame, you know, all uh, that sense of responsibility, they I really needed to, to break the cycle. And in order to do that, I was gonna have to completely stop trying to fix it and just allow it all to go, both personally and professionally. I had to come to the conclusion that the Natural Choice Network, as it's, you know, as it currently exists just simply has to come to an end. Um, I was just beating my head against the bush. But interestingly, after acceptance of that loss and taking the time to really practice what I preach by fully embracing all of the consequences that went along with that, uh, any self-judgment, and really allowing any feelings of guilt and shame to just come up and pass through me. Thank you, Darielle, for your wonderful teachings on that. Um, And interestingly, you know, and literally once I fully kind of came to the decision to let it go, not knowing yet how I would do it or, you know, any of the um, uh, logistics of everything, it didn't take long before a strange levity started to creep in. And I began feeling a huge, huge sense of relief. In fact, I almost got giddy and it's really funny how that works. And even knowing what I thought I already knew, it wasn't until that moment that I fully realized how heavy of a burden I'd been putting on myself, trying to keep it alive. And before I tell you what happened next, which I'm really excited to share, I'm going to give the floor to Dariel and Robin to chime in by sharing their own similar experiences uh, with uh, a transitional letting it go for something else to emerge. Um, so I'm going to start with you, Robin, and then I'm going to give the floor to Darielle to chime in Uh because uh, I think one of her experiences is a great segue into our new announcement. So, Robin, why don't you go ahead and start?
1: Well, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your evolutionary process for having the courage to experience that and to come out on the other side. And it reminds me of a quote I have in a magnet that says, just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, it became a butterfly, So what prompted the change in my programming uh, for Mystic Radio with Rob and Alexis, I started that show with my husband in February of 2005 in Los Angeles, and then we moved to the Seattle station KKNW in 2008, and I had been the uh, main person offering, or the only person, uh, (laughs) offering readings and healings on my show all of that time, and Um, what happened a few years ago is my mother died, which was anticipated, and that brings its own story. But my, so basically why I'm saying this is that what prompted you to change was an economic perspective. What prompted me to change was grief in my own family. And it wasn't for me so much that my mom passed. It was that my brother and sister chose to have an entire weekend celebration of life for my mother and their families, and they never even invited me to it. And it's because they're so uncomfortable with the fact that I perceive death differently than them. I'm a medium, and they have a different perspective. So I understand why they shut me out, but it was extremely painful. And I was so off balance. I didn't think I could continue Offering my work not only on the radio show, but even privately, because as anyone knows who does this kind of work, you have to maintain your own impeccability in order to be a clairvoyant, clairaudio clairsentient and it's a it's a lot of responsibility. A lot of work. So, yes. Yeah, so back in those days, which is two years ago at this point, <laughs> I, um, I, so <laughs> uh, uh, I had told Bob I just needed to stop, and so he called. Um, the management at KKNW and said, we're going to have to pull the show off the air. And thankfully they said, look, why don't you run some recorded shows for a while? Just give yourself a break. I went to therapy once a week and got some help and began to understand lots of things. And then my husband, Bob, came up with a brilliant idea of changing our programming so that it wasn't just mystic radio with rob and alexis it became mystic radio for past lives people and pets and we asked the most amazing healer nels rasmussen if he would like to join our show and co-host and offer readings live on the air with me. So now we serve people and pets with both Nels and myself happening. And that's how we went from, we thought it was going to be the death of our show and our practice to including Nels, which it's just taken off and it's just so much fun. And so this, this horrendous grief pocket personally and professionally turned into this beautiful experience where we have this great radio show we're continuing to offer on KKNW on Wednesdays at noon. So thank you for letting me share that story. It was well, really yeah, and quite and an experience.
0: Yeah, it was a grief for Great me story. too because you know when I kind of took it over it kind of became my baby and I know it was more than just um, a platform. To me, it was my way to serve the community. Um, it exactly. was, yeah, it was such a sense of very, you know, it's like, wow, if this is gone, how many other ways do people get to, you know, get this kind of information? So there was a ton of responsibility
1: mm-hmm. um, that
0: was a part of it. And I, I really just, as I say, just all those little pieces, I just, it, it was, it was, I had to go through a grief, but it was surprising I think I was preparing myself for it for a long time too, you know. Even when I was yeah. fighting for it, well, you were already
2: in the grief process during that that year and a half period. You were already grieving on on levels.
0: Yeah, and Darrell, you know, you've been right along me all the, you know, every step of the way with every twist and turn with COVID. It's just like, <laughs> oh, so now what are we gonna do? Oh, and then we're thinking, okay, we've got our new plan, and then boom, you know. <laughs>
2: You're free, then it's locked down, free and locked down. And, and, and it is. It's, it's an amazing, you know, Robin, your story is, is amazing with grief. And, and Martha, your story and, and how grief evolves this.
1: Mm-hmm. It does. And I like what you said that uh, my grandson calls it pre-grieving uh, that's what he told me when before my my mom passed, his great grandmother passed. He was like, you know, I think we're pre grieving, <laughs> and I thought, wow, that I is think so that's true. A, a new
0: term, pre grieving. I love it; it's so true.
1: <laughs> well, and the other thing I want to ask both of you is, I find for myself that my heart is still broken. Like I can look at my heart and I can little, literally, clairvoyantly see the little you know fracture lines in it. But I can see that even with that place of me mending a broken heart, I still have so much to give and offer. I just needed to shift how I honor this process with myself. And maybe my heart will completely heal someday, but right now it still isn't. But it didn't stop me because these doorways, these flows opened where W, the people who offer us the opportunity to have this platform and share these techniques for survival, what You're a gift amazing. that is.
0: Let's put a nod out to KKNW. There's so Absolutely. few markets. I was so lucky in Seattle. And that's kind of part of the story of our transition too, but I won't give it away yet. <laughs> we
2: well, that's go. true. Yeah. It's, you know, grief is, is also transformed me of, of having a job I dearly loved and, and just knew it was time to leave and running a, the largest disability retirement board in the state of Washington for years. Wow. And yet, knowing in my heart, I wanted to do energy work and being this psychic and Sedona. And so I left my job and went to England, which began. Wow. Which began, and family and friends thought I had totally lost it. But in my heart, I knew it was the right thing. It just didn't look like going from a very linear, nice, politically appointed job to going out on the limb here. <laughs> <laughs> or as my mom calls it, cutting down the tree, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Well, what I like about what the three of us are saying is we, we didn't run away from something. We're walking towards something new. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's having the faith and trust in this process. Um, And mm -hmm. at some point, you know, okay, I have, if once you're trying too hard or working too hard and it's becoming burdensome and the minute you notice that you are putting that pressure on yourself ultimately, but that that's when you have to really look deeper and go, Whoa is it, you know, is this really worth pursuing? Is it, you know, is it a signal?
2: Well, you have to embrace that change. And like you said, you you received many things like I did, you know, over the years, and I call it embrace embrace the change and step forward, as my poker friend calls it, who she says, fold early. And fold often. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I and, look and at that's it kind is. of it is. I mean, it's. It's if you yes. look at what we do, because we we stretch out. the, I mean, Martha was in pain. We were in pain for a year and a half. And I thought, you know, because we don't want to give up the baby, and we've nurtured it, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it, and it's evolving. Like for me, releasing doing, you know, face to face, and I didn't do a lot of Zoom, and suddenly having to be go into the tech world, and suddenly I'm mm-hmm. a tech person who helps me, and another person who's putting together courses. So now I've gone from you know just you know, teaching um, classes in person that to having, you know, courses online or mini suites is what I'm going to call, you know, have as many suites of it. So it it's mm-hmm. change is hard when we ha- when we're invested in it and it's divesting to embrace and, and step forward.
1: Well, one of the ways that I, I visualize what we're all doing is I see this tunnel of departure and I feel like what we put in it was martyrdom. We realized that we didn't have to keep going in a way that didn't serve us too. And it opened up this whole flow of opportunity for us and other people.
0: Yes, Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, not only does it open it up for you, but if you really go through that kind of death, dying, rebirth process, it exponentially opens it. I mean, what comes in next doesn't just come in for you too. It comes in for even more, you know, an opportunity to serve even more and on a higher level
2: and absolutely. a greater audience that will have that may not be able to find you one way they can find you another way now and to be there on on many levels like what you were saying is you know on deeper levels on being more global in many ways and because our needs have changed and we've reinvented ourselves many times this last year and i want to put back the fun
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: absolutely yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, and what's so um, what's so cute? Because I, I will do my big reveal right now. Um, interestingly enough, um, the next morning after I kind of had my little party for one wake <laughs> <laughs> party for one wake, <laughs> I um, the next morning um, I woke up and literally audibly out of my mouth came the words Sedona Spotlight. And I'm like, wait wait, wait a minute, what's what's this all about? You know, it's just like, Sedona Spotlight, that's your new radio show. And I'm like, didn't I just say I didn't have to do that anymore? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, this is too weird. So I go, uh, that's too obvious, that's, that's gotta already be out there. And so I Googled, there is no Sedona spotlight. And so even before I kind of knew exa- how this would work, how it would look, if it, if it would even be okay with KKNW, I called Dariel and I'm like Dariel, is there a Sedona spotlight out there? And she goes, uh, I don't know, let's check for the URL. Sedona Spotlight not only didn't appear anywhere, no one had it on the internet, there was no URL, Sedona Spotlight.com. Wow. So here was the birth of this new idea. And from once that floodgate opened, it just totally opened. And instead of and 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 Sedona Spotlight doesn't mean a spotlight on Sedona, it means what's emanating from Sedona. And so you, whether it's Seattle or any anywhere in the world, there's so many things that happen or so many convergences that happen, so many people that come through here, so many people who have been touched by Sedona in one way or another. Um, it was like a pivotal point for them. I can't think of a better place to talk about the types of things we're talking about right now and to you know really offer something to people and teachings from you know people from all over the world um you know there's there's not a better place for the foundation of that to be than sedona and have it emanate from here and there's a lot of sedona seattle connections too which i think is wonderful so it'll be just as relevant for anyone in seattle as anyone anywhere anytime um to have the mystical magical sedona touch their lives and and have that one thing or that one event or or hear that one phrase that might, you know, be the tipping point to open lots of doors uh, that we can serve in a much, much bigger, you know, bigger, larger way. And there's over 3 million visitors a year to Sedona too that will, um, you know, hopefully learn about, you know not only Sedona Spotlight, but KKNW. And mm-hmm. like you said, there's not very many markets that have this type of programming and the other programming that's on KKNW um, for people to have access to. So I think, um, you know, what something had to die before something emerged and we don't have uh, much more time on this show to talk about it. So stay tuned next week when Darielle and I will go um into much more of the scope and exactly what Sedona Spotlight is gonna look like as it's still emerging, (laughs) but it's gonna be um, several different hosts, everyone bringing in a different aspect and a different perspective uh, to how to improve our lives uh, and to serve not only ourselves, but the community and humanity at large in the process. So we're really, really excited. Um, And and now we have another example to talk about on our show, right, when we get together.
1: thank exactly. you and congratulations for yes. all this collaboration and movement that you have both created together and i'm looking forward to experiencing Sedona spotlight and and, and Martha do the listeners know that you moved there
0: um most of them do yeah okay. um you know they you know we usually talk about how i'm here in arizona blistering away but um i think it's going to be um a, you know a, a nice nice weight. Like I say, what was it just under my feet with you know, there's so much more to share coming from here. I mean, I, I did it from Seattle for geez. I think I started in, oh gosh, scary to count, but I think maybe eight or, or almost eight years, I guess now. So, um, it's a, it's a really good time. I think to transition, just like what you did with your show, Robin, to just really not, you know, to expand, um, you know, to expand the audience and expand the message.
1: Yes, and I like that both of our shows are offering unique healers to bring in different venues yeah. of how to walk each other home to
0: God. Yeah, yes, so, so true. And I, ironically, Darielle, you're going to have to tell them uh, your Sedona connection and how it all started by helping me move here.
2: Yes, it's, <laughs> it is a very fun story that in Helping Martha and her real estate lady was in pain, I offered to do energy work, and she was very grateful and told uh, one of the um, people at the OLLI, um, bye. Um, Yavapai uh, Lifelong Learning Institute and um, they contacted me and asked if I wanted to teach and I've been teaching I'm into like my second year through that connection
1: amazing and
2: I'm starting (laughs) classes on you know energy first aid I've taught feng shui and in this winter I'm going to offer um, energy vampire protection it will be a great Ooh, class. Yes, so, <laughs> so I've already been there at Sedona, like for two years. I, you know, I talked to Martha and, and uh, uh, another augment to that story was when Martha called me up. I looked it up online and she goes, fine, buy it right now. <laughs> So we bought the domain. It was it was a funny story. She was like so excited talking. So we're online trying to figure, you know, neither of us being great tech people. So we're out there looking and doing stuff. And I thought, oh, Carolyn, we could have used you this morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, you know, the, the other part about it, which I think is going to be, uh, it's amazing how it just takes, you know, something just take a burden off. It's going to be easier, less stressful, and less of a financial burden to make it free, Mm -hmm. no advertising, you know, it's just going to be a complete nonprofit, Um, kind of natural choice network kind of was anyway, so I might as well really go full and official, Uh (laughs) might as well go for the whole
2: for the whole sandwich.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the mantle of burden is off and the mantle of fun is here. Yes,
0: exactly. And so what I was, you know, what was the hardest for me, you know, in thinking of letting it go was, you know, all the wonderful contacts, all of the wonderful associations and all the experiences and great people that, you know, having a show like this, you know, opens you into, you know, establishing so many new relationships. That's the part I think that I was going to miss the most and that's just going to grow with this.
2: Well, it's already growing with just, you know, the connections and, and, you know, um, what a great step. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great leap of faith, but also it's an act of courage and, and what you're offering and moving it to you know, is it's energy that moves vertically and horizontally, and, and opening the heart exponentially, and inviting all of those people in that need the messages of all these healers that will suddenly be exposed and artists,
0: musicians, um, to oh, the show. Yeah, and you know there there are so many here. There are so many here. It's just. I don't even, I don't even have to look. They just like show up at my door. (laughs) In fact, it was so cute. Um, Just last night, one of our um, Airbnb runners, you know, these two girls came out and I go, gosh, they really look like Seattle, you know, and they are a um, band, a girl band out of Seattle and they're called Sedona. (laughs) How, how apropos is that <laughs> and on wow. that note because we are running out of time we'll proceed with part two next week and so thank you so much for joining us again dariel and robin sorry i don't have the time for parting thoughts but we've got to go we'll be back next week okay, thank, thank you so much and thanks you to all of our listeners for choosing to join us too and thanks in advance for um you know, letting us, you know, uh, hopefully you'll stay with us as we launch Sedona Spotlight. And we will still continue to serve Seattle in the vicinity as well. Um, And we just want you to know how much we've appreciated you and hope we will continue to appreciate you. Um, Because as you know, our choices create our experiences and collectively our experiences not only create our community, they create our reality. So thank you all again for making the natural choice.